The Schmool's Gold Podcast is brought to you by Sensorium. Check out the Sensorium Music and Art Festival on August 24th, featuring Tobacco, L1011, and local hitters Tweed, Faceplant, and Wax Future, all at the Yuki Club on Franklin Avenue in Philadelphia. Tickets are still on sale, and after-party passes are close to selling out. Use code SCHMOOLSGOLD for 10% off your purchase. Also supporting the podcast are the great guys behind Aspire Hire. They bring the base to Philly while also promoting a scene that feels like family. They've got a show this coming weekend, August 17th, at Warehouse on Watts with Om Unit and Sideswipe, as well as local favorite Backpack and Prosper making her Philly debut. One of my favorite yearly events is their Halloween party at One Art. This year they've brought out Cone Sound, Haywire, The Librarian, and more to throw one last outdoor bash before winter. Tickets for both events are available through the Ticketing Co. That's what it stands for, Schmools? That's what your, is that your name? That's what it stands for? Schmools Gold. Chop that out, put it at the beginning, it's an intro. This is the Schmools Gold Podcast, uncovering the lives of your favorite artists off the stage and beyond the studio. Do you lose your eyes? Yeah, once I was sat, ready to go. I didn't sign up for this. You get delayed to eighty percent. <laughs> finally doing it. We're here. We're live. We're finally doing Welcome it. Welcome to the podcast, guys. I, I didn't know I was gonna be on TV today. You didn't put me through makeup. You didn't, you know. Aaron, Aaron, can we get some makeup over here? Makeup I one. Shout out our shout out our sound guy, Aaron. Really <laughs> good over the drum set. <laughs> if Joe makes a good joke, Aaron will drum. <laughs> well, shit. First podcast. Glad to have the Thank friends here. Yeah. Glad to have you guys out. Yeah. We love we love first sponsors, <laughs> big festival coming chair. up. You want to talk about Sensorium first? You want to talk about Tweed first? You want to talk about yeah. Dildos? What, I mean, hey, whatever. I think we should get into all of it. I Let's mean, do it. You want to start? Well, let's yeah. do Sensorium first. What's yeah. the deal? Talk, talk, talk to our people about Sensorium. We're we're pounding the pavement, just working every day. I mean, you probably have seen flyers around. You probably have seen, you know, ads on Facebook and Instagram. And you know, this is our DIY event, but it doesn't feel like a DIY event. It yeah. feels like a major production. I, I always hope. well produced. Always a good time out there. And um, yeah, I mean, we got twenty three music acts. We have art galleries. We're partnering with um, Progressive Art Society. Parts. Where is it? Um, it's at the Yuki Club on Franklin in Philadelphia, of course. Of course. And, um, of course. The, of course. Old, <laughs> the finest of venues in Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going to get a city event. You don't even have to travel. You could take yeah. the subway to the Sensorium. Oh. We're going to get a SEPTA sponsorship. So. Nice. Is Gritty coming? Yeah, I, you know as good as me. I don't know. I invited him. I invited him two he's or three on, times. He's on the guest list. Gritty is always on the guest list. It's yes. Philadelphia. Does Gritty, Gritty if you're watching this, you're on the guest list. list. <laughs> right? yeah. everybody, everybody tweet at Gritty and NHL. Tom to come to the Come to the podcast. Yeah. All right. So, um, yeah, you guys are playing. Who else is who else? big headliners on that? We've got L1011. We've got Tobacco. We've got Space Bacon coming out. Wax right. Future, Wax Future, Future, the local boys, Capacitor, coming up soon on the podcast, Wax Future. Yeah, we're pretty much going down the list. I mean, Great. everyone on the lineup we handpicked, you know, it's all good music. Like, you want to be like there at noon. Festival. It feels like your guys' kind of music, for sure, from Thanks. what I'm knowing you guys. It's, it's Thanks, a mix. Yeah. It's yeah. a mix of everything, you know. I, we, I literally, like, you know, I wouldn't say that, like, I listen to any one genre more than another, you know. Um, so, but yeah, if you don't know the headliners, L1011 is like this like cinematic, 
instrumental two-piece the guitarist plays a double-necked bass and guitar oh, cool. like it's it's so I'm not cool that familiar with that's that. gonna happen during sunset which is gonna be epic and then the uh the last set outside is gonna be tobacco who's um tom feck who's the front man for black moth super rainbow okay. and he's his music is weird it's like he's done collabs with aesop rock um got really weird freaky art and videos and stuff and that's gonna be like a really unique thing he hasn't been to philly since 2016 i think oh wow okay so, yeah so part of the goal of the podcast is to talk about your music a little bit but mostly to focus on other things that you guys are into so on that subject of like out of genre and not the usual you got like what's what's your favorite like outside of the music that you guys make so like outside of the jam and tweed scene outside of the i guess you know the bad leather do you have a side project john um, I've got some, I've got some things up in the air. I've got All a ton right. of things up in the air. We'll be excited to hear about them. We got a couple, yeah, maybe, maybe we can delve into We're, a little bit. I got some top secret acts in the way. I was going to say, we've been starting to take, too many, you know, uh, details away? onto, yeah. We've been starting, we've been starting to, uh, we've been starting to take the, uh, UK Trap Garage project on the road. Oh, nice. Pretty much whenever we're in the van, we're doing British freestyles. People, so. the people just do nothing kind of thing? Like that, have you guys seen that show on yes, Netflix? Yes, like yes. Yes, like that. You can have a pirate radio station with that yeah. as well exactly awesome. it's also, really it's original pirate material original pirate material <laughs> fantastic all right let's end this let's end the trademark we call this original pirated material all the goodness original pirated material awesome all right well now i can be i brought a notepad you brought a new pen. <laughs> All right, so let's talk. While we were talking about uh, on the subject of like, <laughs> let's go back to the um, you know, out of genre recommendation. What's your favorite weird thing out of your genre that like people so, wouldn't expect you to be in, be, be involved the, with? Weird the very part. first thing that came to mind when you said that to me is Conan Moccasin. Oh, love him. <laughs> Conan Moccasin. I don't know if you're familiar, but it's He's, some super strange, cinematic, uncomfortable beauty. I love uncomfortable. I'm a big fan of uncomfortable. I saw him at Central Park, and he just looked like the albino James Brown. <laughs> like, like if you can imagine that, like, like his shirt was open, his hair was like a big but he's an albino and a scarf. Uh, he's he's he's, he's very real white. close. He's, he's got Aaron's close. coloring. Super he's got Alan like Aaron's coloring. And um. <laughs> no, but he is like he's like you could tell he was like partying the night before and he just like Yeah, he looks the set, sick. like felt <laughs> really forward. Yeah, like, he's really like rough. freaky. Yeah, I mean his songs are like it's Chode My Dear is one song. Oh he has another song that's I'm the man who will find you. I'm gonna have to listen to this. Yeah. Always Dolphin Love. Yeah. <laughs> it's good oh, stuff. So it's like it turquoise is. Jeep level kind of like weird sexual references. I don't know turquoise Jeep. Turquoise Jeep was like uh how do you like your eggs girls fried or fertilized? Yeah. Fried or I don't know the music, but maybe. Yeah. But maybe. Fair enough. Alright, what about you? You're out of genre. Wow. What's your out of I genre mean, recommendation here? I, see, I don't really consider anything really out of genre for Tweed. Fair enough. Like, I feel like we touch on everything from hip hop to, to, to rock to to indie rock to funk music to disco. But I like my my out of genre recommendation is Nether Friends. Okay. This oh. guy, yeah, no, you actually John actually yeah. showed me them. This guy's <laughs> from Austin, Texas. I think he recently moved to LA. And he whips out albums, and it's like is that like four albums a yeah. year? Wow. <laughs> it's, it's like hip hop. It's like hip hop spoken word. Like really, every album is like a different concept. One of them is like, I don't know. One of them's like 
about mothers. One of them is about uh, weed. One of them, like <laughs> so, every, he like whips out like these albums like really a, quick. An album I made this with my mouth, and it's all just mouth noises, and <laughs> all, and it's, over all the instruments are his mouth. There's a, a album about threesomes where every song is about threesomes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's my favorite one. Well, of course, of course. This is what, all, what could be better. On that note, you guys like to cook. Yeah, we love to cook. You know I do. Yeah. So um, I've cooked with. I know I've cooked with. I'll Joe. be your sous chef any day. Oh, you're a good one too. Thank I don't know you. if I'm really pretty proficient. I don't, I don't know, know if I've cooked, cooked with yet. you. I feel John's like did a good you, cook. John's did you come back cook. with us back. after our Fourth uh, of July shindig? Did I cook for you at Joe's house? No, I don't think I did. No, that's all right. Alright, we'll do it sometime. Um, sure that's was right. well behaved. Yeah, so um <laughs> so speaking of Oh yeah, I had to go home. Speaking to go of home. a cooking <laughs> and sensorium, I know I talked to you, you know, I didn't know what your project was you had in mind, but I know you said you had a big brain child and that uh, you couldn't be a part of the sauce clinic at Sensorium. That's happening. The sauce clinic's a thing. Sauce clinic is happening. Chef I'm, Yeruda. I'm meeting up with Chef Nick Yeruda. Oh wow. Uh, after we do this podcast, as soon as I leave here, I'm going to um, Start whipping up some sauces with Chef Nick, and uh, you heard get, it first. Get, get your sauce, sauce on at Sensorium. Obviously, you could tell. You know, we're weird. We like to do those weird things and embody them, and use Sensorium kind of as that platform to go beyond the music, sure. whether it be painting and or cooking or. Uh, you know, filming this this awesome thing that I'm gonna have you do at right? Sensorium. Right, I'm, I'm really excited for that. That's gonna yes. be good. Catch yes. me on at Sensorium on on camera, which is gonna be a rare thing. Interviewing people, asking them dumb questions, all sorts of podcast questions. It's Catch like, Mooley on camera, live feed in the Sauce Clinic. Yeah. Live feed in the Sauce Clinic. <laughs> Billy Eichner <laughs> meets Wonder Shows. And yeah. <laughs> Dr. Steve, little Steve Brule in there. Yeah. just going like, to yes. breathe on people a little bit. Yes. We'll see if that works. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you a nux of those bravada drinks or whatever they oh. are to get you. Uh, Get you nice and toasty, so you're Saucy, so you're, um, so you're, uh, so you're on fire. Catch me sweating out there for sure, <laughs> for, for sure. <laughs> on the subject of food, guys, what what is your like? What's your death meal meal? What's your your last meal? Ideal last meal here. Ideal um, last I, meal. I, love ta- I, I would say tacos are my favorite food. Specific you know? ones, or just like you want to make you want to make All right, them? the best tacos. Ooh. Austin, Texas. Of course. Tyson's Tacos. They're open 24-7. They do everything Ooh. from, like, breakfast tacos to fish to brisket. To, oh, wow. It's amazing. It's like, when I have when I dream about food, I am dream of riding my bike to Tyson's Tacos Not Torchies or anything that I've heard from other... Torchies is, like, Texas. the chain, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyson's is the one. Is it, like, is it gringos doing tacos, or is it, like, like is it some, some Mexican grandma yeah, doing tacos? Um, I like both. Oh, don't, don't get me wrong. You know... Are the tacos $6 a piece, or are they $1.50 a piece? No, they're, no, they're like $1.50 a piece. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like a shack. It's That's like how a much shack. a taco should cost. I, I can't recall if they're gringos or if they're Latinos, but, you know... It's a mix of both. It's a mixed kitchen. Fair enough. They fair actually, enough. Um, if you play a yeah, song on ukulele, place, yeah. that's the place, yeah. If you oh, play wow. a song on ukulele, you can get a free taco. You have to tune the ukulele first by ear. I didn't. I didn't do that part, and I played a song, and it sounded really bad. But they yeah. fe- I think they felt bad for me. They you gave don't me even. Taco. I don't think you need to be good at it. You just have to have the balls to be in front of a bunch of people who are waiting for tacos. Well, you guys love that. And pick up a ukulele <laughs> and play and play for a taco. Sing something about tacos for them. Tweed's got big balls. Tweed's got big <laughs> balls. You heard it here first. John, what about you? Um, so I got a follow-up question. How am I going out? Is natural causes oh. my own death row? Yeah, I, I mean, if we're going with like the like the the death row style last meal, what do you what are you taking? 
you're gonna be dead afterwards. You put your fork down after that last bite and like just. That's it. Yeah, you're not gonna feel it. You, you wipe, guarantee not to feel anything. You take your bib, you wipe your lips off, and then yeah, you're you, out. You stand, when you stand up, <laughs> and two minutes later, it comes it's, out the other side. The last bite is like that thing your in soul, Kill Bill. Your the soul seven comes pointed. Out your ass. <laughs> the last bite is like that thing in Kill Bill where it's like the seven pointed shot of death, and like you take four steps, and then you're done. That's it. That's mm. that's that's how that last bite. I, I don't know. However mm -mm. you want to die. Mm -mm -mm. But what do you want to eat before that? <laughs> <laughs> Man, something with like chickpeas. Something with chickpeas are gonna be in there. Something with chickpeas. I like, a good, chickpeas. I like a good garbanzo bean. You heard the joke about chickpeas? Oh, dude, uh, I know the jo joke about chickpeas. Joe, do you know the joke about chickpeas? Oh, I know. Oh, I know. This is one of my favorite jokes, and let's not tell it to the listeners. Yeah, right. you know it. Come you find me in Sensorium, and I'll tell you the joke about, this, about chickpeas. Yes. You have to see um, me in Sensorium, and I will tell you the joke about the chickpeas. Are they chickpeas or garbanzo beans? They could so, be either. <laughs> you, know, you, you can find out the difference, only at Sensorium. So, um... See, I, I'm really heavy into the taco vibe as well. So I'm gonna instead redirect this question a little bit, and I'm gonna tell you the last thing I ate that made me feel like I was gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I love it. I love it. Um, Sometimes we all need a little direction. And so, actually, I got a good one and a bad one. The bad one, I'll give you the bad one first. All right. So I'm I'm a dirty little vegan boy. A lot of times we go on tour, and there's just nothing there's nothing for me to eat, depending on where we are, especially in like the Midwest and McDonald's like, fries the South. Days. Yeah, and so, you know, you see where this story is going. Yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're headed up to Buffalo, and we stop in a, uh, we stop at a little rest stop. There's a gas station. I go into the gas station, get some potato chips. There's a Wendy's next door. And, um, you know, only French fries. That's the only thing I can get there. Fun aside about this Wendy's, there must have been five or six people working. There was one woman... <laughs> Who would take the orders go and then the, go into the back, cook the orders, and come back <laughs> one at a time taking these orders? It must have taken me fucking 15 minutes to get an order of french fries. Good lord. So, I eat my potato chips, I eat my french fries. We get up to Buffalo, play in a beautiful venue, Buffalo Ironworks. Highly recommend it, it's great. But the only food they serve there is buffalo wings and french fries. <laughs> and so now I've gone an entire day. On. Fried Drinking potato. nothing but fried potatoes and big cans of Pilsner. And, you know, I don't know if Joe knows this yet, but I definitely lost some of those fries like five minutes before we went Most of them probably, but it was for the best. So that's the one you wanted to die. That was the that's deal. the one that made me think I was going to die. Fair enough. In a bad way. I'm not a big But trooper. last night, I don't know if y'all know about this, Burger King's got that new Impossible Whopper. Yeah. And I was driving past one yesterday, and I said, I got to go in. I got to get this. And I haven't been into a fast food burger place in years. And the last time I remember seeing a fast food burger, it's like a little, you know, a little dinky boy, like a little something that's not going to happen. The Whoppers yeah. have never been small. The Whoppers were huge. So yeah. It was huge. So I got a Whopper with the meal. With a medium meal, which was way too many French fries, a shake or a soda as big as your head, yeah, and then a huge ass Whopper, and I was like, I'm gonna need an extra Whopper though, and so I got the second one, and it was banging. I ate the whole thing, and I good. just I kept eating it to the point where I 
shouldn't have eaten so much. That impossible burger yeah. would do a number on your stomach. The pea protein, yeah. all that pea protein. They're delicious though. Yeah. As far as like fake meat, like I eat all that mm. things, but I was raised kosher, so, so we eat a lot of gone. fake meat. I'm a big you fake know. burger guy. Uh, I'm you know, a big like, fake shout out Tofurky. Not not a good choice though. Not a good not choice. Tofurky, not so much. Morningstar Farms though. I love yeah. love. Morningstar oh, yeah. uh, in my yeah. fridge all times. Guardian, Freezer. Guardian or Guardine, however you want to say yeah. it. They got some great products. Shout out our meatless fans. Shout out. We're trying to get shout sponsored by meatless, meatless companies. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Oh man, I wanted to ask you. Got you were talking about a venue and like lost the show out there. What was the best show you ever played, John? Was the best tweed show? Do you think that's ever happened? What do you think your best bad weather set has been thus far? I know it's a short, short project at this point. Man, honestly, so one of my I know what my favorites are. One of my all-time favorite shows is is way back in the day. When we were doing something a little different than we were doing now, but Jam on the River. I yeah. Back I knew in the day in that. Philly, yeah. was one of the best days of my life. It was. Incredible, such good music. Lotus, Dopapod, uh, Savoy, Twiddle was there. Um, Electron, Papadocio, Tweed, Lo- you said Lotus, right? Catalyst, Papadocio, yeah. yeah. Flux. It was just Flux Capacitor. Yeah. Just entirely, there wasn't a minute of music there that wasn't incredible and that venue was so cool the hospitality really was really it. nice oh. you know i like the hospitality ping yeah. pong in the back ping pong table. <laughs> yeah. nice. and uh, i i actually had an amazing experience there because after we played i'd eaten a little bit of mushrooms and i'm coming up on these mushrooms like a little bit hard like i'm coming up on them and i'm backstage eating cake and, <laughs> and and Mark Brownie yells from across the room, Yo, Joe Vella, what band is on right now? And I'm like, first off, I don't know that he knows oh, my know. name. I'm like eating this cake with my face, like looking around, just kind of confused. And I'm like, uh, Flux Capacitor? And he's like, yeah, he comes over me. He's like, yeah, how's that cake? And I literally fed him this cake out of my hand, <laughs> this chocolate cake. I, I don't know if he remembers that, but that's that that's a true story. On the brownie and cake story, we brought a cake for, uh, <laughs> we brought a cake to, you guys were there, we brought a cake to, uh, what was that? The one in Maryland um, that happened for like Luna two, Light? Luna Light. Yeah. For the Bunk Buddha set. Shout out the Bunk Buddha boys. Yeah. Shout out for to Scott Bunk Buddha with a picture of Scott's face printed on it, and we're walking into the what? barn. You never did for their that for set. Me. We'll do it for you at some point. I'll bring one to Sensoria. We'll get a cake with your face on it for Sensoria. You're going to get hit with it. Yes. <laughs> so we bring the cake, and we're walking in, and Brownie's there with his kid, and I'm like, hey, man, like, like, do you want a piece of cake? Does your kid want a piece of cake? And he's like, no, Joey Garcia acid cake, right? And I'm like, no, no, man, I'm not about to try to give your kid acid. <laughs> like, that's wild. Yeah. But, it's on this half. He yeah, like, right? <laughs> <laughs> if it has Scott's face on it, it has acid. Everything else, everything, we only put it on Scott's face. Um, my favorite bad leather show would be that one that I did at Warehouse on Watts. I the mean, Grizz Afters. Grizz After Party. It was night. sold. I rolled up to that show. I think we're in the studio. I rolled up to that show at like, my set was one. I rolled up at like 12.15 and there was a line out the door around the corner. Like for me, I was like, oh shit. <laughs> and like, I had friends there that couldn't get in and like, I'm like pulling people in as I can and it starts raining and it, it, that was awesome. It was good nice. energy. That was Ho- a great, that was a real fun Hopefully one. more of those. But actually, that there's a close second. I played a disco, a disco on a sub abandoned subway train behind a Chinese restaurant in Seattle. Okay. And I flew there after we did like nine days in the row on the road. I flew from far to 
from Florida to Seattle and just like was in Seattle for 24 hours and that was definitely a close second. Nice. About as many people. Oh wow. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So on the subject of best shows, what's the best show that you've ever seen that you didn't play? Your favorite show that you've been to? Uh, Notable. I think you know. I think there's to, a reason. You guys have seen a ton of music. Yeah. I'm gonna have to give it up to. Uh, this is why I like to give you the questions before. I'm gonna have to give it up to uh, <laughs> so Spangle Spangle Live Band. Again, back in the day, what is this? Same, yeah, same year that Camp Bisco, ten, <laughs> nine or ten. Yeah, what year? What year, what year is, is that? Two thousand eleven, maybe. Yeah, I think I was twenty one years old. I must yeah, have been twenty one wow. years old. I can't imagine. And, oh uh, my god! They played a Halloween show. We went together. They played a Halloween show. Yeah, me and Joe were there together. I dressed up, um, <laughs> like like Medusa, like. Without realizing that Medusa herself is not a reptile, and so I'm all in green face. <laughs> I'm in green face with snakes in my dreadlocks, wearing like a sliced up little loincloth. And we're walking to the show, and it starts snowing. It's <laughs> so cold. I'm wearing sandals. I'm giving my coat. I'm, wearing I'm sandals. dressed as Colonel Sanders after, with a white suit jacket. After, after the show. Yeah. I didn't get the, I didn't get the jacket until afterwards. I'm happy uh, I picture this outfit on. with his baby dreadlocks covered with in green. Baby dreadlocks covered in snakes. With a suit jacket. Green face on. As soon as he walks and, in. And uh, we <laughs> walk in. And as soon as we get in, this guy looks at me and he says, Oh shit, it's old Greg! <laughs> I was yes. like, man, I should have been old Greg. You're like, old Greg for the rest of the That's yeah, yeah, just we're improvising now. You but, know? Um, dude, this show, I mean, uh, above and beyond, highest production value show I've ever seen oh, in my life. For sure. Um, dozens of, you know, physical performers, about 12, 12 plus musicians on stage, incredible projections, lighting, just out of this world. Everything was choreographed beyond a T, like, exploded my brains. Yeah. Like, exploded my brains. You got spongled. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I saw, I saw them at the, for their first Red Rock show, and it was just absolutely, I, I cried, I laughed, yeah. I experienced yeah. all the yeah. emotions. Dude, yeah. you got uh, Rajat Ram with oh, the impossible instruments. The little hand <laughs> movements. Oh. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. Yeah. The little hand, the little Roger Rams. The little Roger Rams. What about you, Joe? <laughs> um... I feel like this year alone, I saw a couple amazing shows, just like a little bit out of the normal shows I go to. I love seeing like different new music, like different things. Um, one that comes to mind is FKJ. Oh yeah. His, he has like the projections and he has like these three screens that come down and go up. Um, another one um, was Mark Ribolet. Oh, we were all there. Yeah. That, was such, there. A, that was such and a nice. Threw a vibrator at him. Ooh. Uh, another one that comes to mind. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Another, another one that comes to mind. For all the people mind. with no context for your vibrator. Just leave it at that. <laughs> why is this fucking guy? Why does he have fucking vibrators all the time? Um, and I saw Hot Chip in New York. I saw Parcels at Bourbon and Branch. It was like 200 people, oh, wow. and they're like one. They're like my favorite new band, Parcels. Cool. Um, there's one. Another one I'm forgetting. Something Toro y Moi. This is like all in the last year, like some really, really outstanding shows. Um, there was one, there was one that I went to with AJ where he was like, "Oh, this was this, this, so good." I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know, but I but I treated myself to a lot of shows this year. You know. There you go. Inspired. On the subject of like other things other than music that you make money off of. What's your day job? You guys have day jobs still? Or are you like full time music? Yeah, well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that I have a day job, 
but um these are these are more yeah. for use at night this is yeah <laughs> yes I, and i do most of the work at night in that in that 12 to mid uh or in that midnight to 2 a.m that's when i do my best work sessions um but I have a sex toy company called Emoji Bader. We make emoji-inspired vibrators, and I started this when I actually a, little, a few months after I left my day job to do Tweed in January 2016. I think I started this. I started working on it in like April, March, and I launched it in August 2016. And um, it like it went viral. Like we were in Cosmopolitan and Complex and the New York Times and Mashable. And now I have like this vibrator company that does business all over the world. Urban Outfitters. You can order a vibrator right now from GoPuff. Yeah. The New York Museum of Sex, Bayland. So like that's how I pay my rent. I mean I'm not I'm not rolling in it, but I can pay my rent with with my sex that toy dildo, money. Dildo money pays the rent. Dildo money pays all the right. rent. Now. That's the dream right there. Right. John, what do you if you didn't have to, if you didn't do music, what would you be doing? <laughs> um, so uh, what would I be doing? Inconceivable. What would I be doing if I wasn't doing music? Um, so I mean, my day job is way less exciting than Joe's. I uh, I sling drinks at a fancy Greek place in Center City here. Oh, there you go. Drop um, the name. Drop the name. Uh, a place called Astia. A place you... called Astia. Right. It's awesome. Um, fucking super fresh. Really. Great, you know, seafood, you know, like awesome Greek fare. Um, my I mean, shout out food service, man. Flexible. Yeah, shout out to food money. service. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nice. I get to pop in, meet cool people. And, um, you know, I went to school for chemistry. I used to work in a chemistry lab for a while and realized that, you know, the nine to five chemistry life wasn't doing it for me. But this is something that kind of fills that void a little bit, you know, a little mixology, like, uh, Pouring and lets me be, you know, creative, creative and, um, work with like food science. And I talked to you a second ago about how I love cooking and love yeah. food. Well, it's social chemistry, you know, mixing drinks. So, yeah. You know, I'd love to, to I'd love John to do more chemistry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. A little fast, yeah. little fast yeah, so, so, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so repeat the question. <laughs> If a, if a fan of yours is wearing your T-shirt, how do you want them to act in the world? You know, if someone oh, is wow. out there representing you, definitely, as a band. definitely, always with like respect and sincerity and humanity. Yeah. Um, I mean, anyone who represents Tweed, if like like if someone's on the road with us, like I'm definitely like. I'm definitely like, uh, well, I'm always the tour dad, but like, yeah. I'm definitely like, you know, I definitely pay attention to the way they treat people and sure. the way they talk to people. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is our job, you know, and, and, and you, and you asked before what the goal is. And, and I think that is kind of the goal to continue this music career, um, to create, to grow. Those are like kind of two of my biggest life goals to create and to grow. Okay. Um, and like to accomplish a lot of like our vision which you know whether it be playing at Camp Isco which we did this summer that was something we wrote down when we started this band Mazel. um or Tough. you know the next maybe <laughs> you know maybe Bonnaroo soon yeah. is another one maybe uh you know maybe Madison Square Garden Ooh. that these are things you know these are things that we're that we're, tweed, you know we're trying to manifest for ourselves in. but you know uh, smaller goals you know maybe put out an album every year put you know those are some more measurable ones but i think the vision is to you know to continue to create music treat good music always better than the day before 
and to you know inspire people and affect as number uh, as many people as possible in a positive way um i mean to get back to get back to the to the shirt question and to expand on it a little more you know anybody anybody that's seen wearing some tweed branding i want to be beautiful benevolent people like i want them to be acting kindly and putting out their best and that expands also into like sensorium um and with tweed all the people we work with are people that we value people that we really respect people that we know are good people like we've been lately going on tour with a couple extra you know a couple more people we've added a newer member to the band more so recently really um, this is new. This is, this is really I guess new. it's this, official. This, this I guess it's official. News. It's, it's really, on the podcast. It's pretty it's official. official. I guess yeah. it's official. Yeah, like we just Facebook did the last two weeks official. With well, let me talk about him yeah. in a second. We've been rolling with a lighting guy and a photographer a bunch recently. And well, I know Hutch and Jerry. They're the, yeah, like the two nicest guys in the world. They're planet, only, you know I mean? they're, like, only yeah, they're like, great, great people. <laughs> and same with Sensorium. All these artists we have coming out are you know, people that we know and trust and are really beautiful people doing something good for the community and putting their love and their passion into their art and that is what you know we we try and be about as much as we can and sharing a good time with the most good intention i think i think with any scene um like you know music tech scene what whatever it's really important to it's really important to um, to kind of spread love and not be competitive. Like you can ask anyone that mm. you know. You guys already know this about me. Aaron knows this about me too. Is that if you ever want a connection, like I'll connect you with that person. I don't hold any trade secrets. If you want to know how something do it, you know I'll teach you. And and there's some people we've worked with. For example, Jesse Miller, who is you know a great. He's a, he's a mentor for sure, and he has kind of passed that along to us. He's worked with us and sh to showed us a lot of stuff on his own time and yeah um and i definitely like want to spread that to younger musicians and kind of yeah. you know you have to you have to work with the people above you and the people below you you know what i mean it's it's a community absolutely right and i mean joe joe brings up jesse from lotus and like i had my most beautiful like meeting my mentor experience with jamie shields from the new deal like like he's my idol like my keyboard idol and um, and I had such a beautiful experience meeting this guy. He's so kind, like so positive and inspiring. And you know, we're we're not on the same level as those guys, but even even to see like kids that we we met at University of Delaware or something, and might have been you know five years younger than us, and will come up to us and say, hey, like. You guys inspired me. Like I met you at a party eight years ago, and you inspired me to start doing some stuff. Like you told me to stick with it, and it's really a beautiful thing to be able to have ha had shared with us, and to be able to share to other people. Sure. Yeah, I think everyone in the band, you know, will give anyone the time of day. Everyone yeah. has everyone has something to offer, um, and you know, if anyone reaches out to me, I always try and respond and get back to them. Sometimes I'm buried in hundreds of emails but i always try and you know answer people thoughtfully and respectfully sure and um you know i think a really important thing is you know joe said non-competitiveness 
Um, you know, if we all help each other come up, we come up so much higher and faster as a community. Like, yeah. if everybody's helping each other rise, everybody rises so much higher. And Which I like that you call it not tweed fest or something. You know, I mean, like that you guys, that it's a festival that happens so, um, to be involved with you guys. So sensorium. What is, is, yeah, where's the is word actually, come from? Um, um, our, it's actually our buddy Sumam. He was a friend of ours from University of Delaware. He passed away maybe three, four years ago now, um, before the year before our first sensorium. And he was just like wanting to be like a renaissance man. Like he was always about a new experience. He was a semi-professional bodybuilder for a while. He was a electronic engineering PhD. He just like wanted to be open to every single experience. I went to a renaissance fair with him. That's and <laughs> I haven't been to a renaissance fair. I really want to go. It was fun. It was like a great time. It was fun. I just yeah, wanted yeah. a turkey leg. Yeah. He wore his uh, he wore his furry goat pants. Oh, yeah. he, did he have like the full get up or just like some? Yeah, uh, we were just dressed weird. I don't Mythical remember. creatures is more yeah. of his style. All right. Yeah. But um, yeah, he would, he did he did home brewing with AJ and like wanted to use like AJ's like yeah we can throw in like some cumin or whatever and Suman just like dude. empties the fucking spice cabinet like, <laughs> like sensory experience <laughs> and um, he was actually the first one to throw sensorium back when we were still in college at oh, University wow. of Delaware okay so you guys adopted he, the name he threw a party one night that he invited us all to uh, called sensorium was his name for it and it was you know, taste, touch, smell, feel, see, like sensory extravaganza, like house party. And we did that, you know, we didn't, we did that with him. We played there. We helped make some art and things like that for, for his, you know, one night, one off kind of party. And we, we knew for a while that we wanted to throw a festival and, you know, get the community involved doing something with Tweed, doing more than Tweed. And he was just, you know, we thought back to that, and he was a huge inspiration, and it seemed it seemed really right, you know, to keep his memory alive, to keep him involved, and to keep keep the spirit of a event that is more than just a band, more than just going to see music. Sure. It is a community, and it's everything. It's it's not just about. Oh, what a great tribute to a friend. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think he would appreciate it. That's awesome. I'm happy to be part of it, man. I'm really, I didn't know yeah. that. I'm happy to be part of it now. It's really, yeah. that's a really awesome thing to do. Well, let's go back to the, we want to talk about the new Tweed song. Yeah, yeah. The new <laughs> Tweed song is called Moves. It's actually the title track from our new album, okay. which album we have now? been, I mean, we have been trying to birth this thing <laughs> for two years. Our, we had a five song EP come out in October 2016, right? Yeah. So it's been that long before we put out music, besides the one single we had and besides the Wax Future remix we did with uh, Connor and Keith. Um, but, I mean, we're we're really trying to step up, and like I think this album is going to level us up, and, and we're just making sure that every track is up to that level, up to that single level, where, you know, where every song you want to listen to, every song is catchy, every song is deep, every song, you know, hits you the way we want it to hit. And we're close. We're really close. Crowning. But we'll have this yeah, thing. It's, it's crowning. crowning. And, still, and that's the, that's the most yeah. painful part, right? Well, yeah, that, that that's head. what it feels like. 
Yeah, we're getting that out right now. And uh, but yeah, we have a single. We have a single coming out. You'll hear a preview of it on the Schmuel's on the Schmuel's Gold podcast, and we're gonna drop that the week before Sensorium. I'm 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 hoping for August twentieth. Um, Connor from Wax Future is mastering it. Um, we got notes on this track from Jesse Miller of Lotus, from Anthony Thogmarin of Papadozio. We've been working with Jeff Mud Mahajan, who's our producer. We've also been working with this awesome dude, Eric Bogaz, in Philly um, at Spice House. And, uh, it, you know, it's a collaborative effort, and we're learning a lot. And I really hope the third album after this one <laughs> is going to come out way quicker because we've learned so much. Yeah, yeah. Um, these, these next two albums will be Catholic Twins instead. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, learned, I learned Adobe After Effects. I learned Adobe After Effects today so I could put out a cool video with the release. I'm not sure. It's definitely going to hit SoundCloud, Bandcamp, you know, Facebook, YouTube. I'm not sure if it's going to hit Spotify um, in time, but it will be out, you know, by Sensorium, I'm sure. Uh, I feel like... You know, I, I think we felt even a year ago that we were about ready to put this album yeah. out. Yeah. But um, we, we've added a couple more tracks to it, and we've been learning so much. We've taken a lot more of the recording process, the production process, into our own hands okay. for the first time. Cool. And we're learning so much more, and I feel like really putting out a finished product that is such a better representation of what we're able to do and what we want to be doing what we want to show people and we're super proud we're super proud of you know the way these tracks are coming out you know it's a little frustrating sometimes that it takes a little longer than you wanted to take but i you know as we finish them up I, we're all I think grateful that we took the time. Gonna, and then we're gonna push them all. We have an incredible music video yeah. for this Ooh. track that's gonna be Between released music shortly. Videos have always been like Thank you know, bar none. Is this the one you were getting all the the workout equipment for? Yeah, I mean, not to expose too I mean, much. No, I mean, I I, I if I've I could seen show the props you some for this, this video, we can yeah. yeah, we'll take that out. It's coming we, out really nice. It's I don't original, think we want to say too much about it, but uh, well, like too the the, the whole the album sounds like it really works with your ethos of like bringing your your peers and your mentors in and people. You know, not not yeah. like it's not an above or a below. It's a team game. You know, yeah. That's what you know. That's what I'm trying to do here as well. You know, I'm trying to help my friends out. I'm trying to make you know. I'd like to see you guys and, all be on big stages. And the everywhere. new band member is featured on a few tracks. Okay. I'll drop it right now. Yeah. Charlie Field. Okay. He's gonna be. He plays violin. He plays a little guitar. Oh. He sings. He plays percussion. He's he's a man that does it all. He's a very very naturally talented musician and uh, one of our best friends since. Since we actually, I didn't even mention, since we threw uh, Base Campus, which was our first festival, and that was at University of Delaware, I convinced the school to give me $12,000. $12, we, uh, we had Space Jesus. Whoa. We had C, uh, no, not CI, Biodiesel. DVS. DVS, who's cloud wow. cord now. We had Dirty Paris. We had Sonic Spanx. DV asterisk, yeah. whatever his name is. He's yeah. like, how do you say Derek this? Van Scoden. Oh, and, that's uh, what the, all right. Yeah, right and... Uh, we had Sonic Spank, which was Ian McGuire and Scotty Zwang and uh, Ben, and um, it, it was like a lineup of people like we're all homies with now. Sure. And it, back and back then, I think Justin Berger was their agent at the time, and and uh, yeah, that was and the first festival we did. Yeah, that we was kind of the inception, you know. That was kind of the pre-inception of Sensorium, Sensorium. Besides, in addition to those parties. I mean, it's really that's that's part of Sensorium history, I think. That first Deltronica festival. But one of my favorite memories of Deltronica still is that the very first expense 
so we got a we got initiated as a club. We got accepted as a club at the University of Delaware. And so we're going to throw a party club? And yeah, the uh, Delphonica. Like electronic the, uh, music club of University, University of, of Delaware. Yeah, the University of Delaware Electronic Music Club. It's very historic. And so still, our, a, uh, still a thing today? Still going well, it was for like eight years. It was years. for a while. <laughs> I think they're trying to bring it back now. It kind of, it kind of, um, it's sleeping right now. Well, Charlie, it's in hibernation. Charlie, the, the guy that we started working with, was a freshman when we were seniors. No, no. He was a sophomore. Okay, maybe. I lied. He sophomore was, when we were seniors. He was just a boy. A little young, a little youngin'. <laughs> yeah. But we ended up passing Deltronica on to him. He ended up becoming the president yeah, of Deltronica. Then, uh, then um, <laughs> Ali Moreno did one, and then Nick Pizer, who who actually Nick. shot the video with us, ran right on. one of the base campuses. And then it started to fizzle out, you know, five, six years later. But uh, they're trying to bring it back, I heard. Sweet. Yeah. Um, our first Deltronica expense, though, we convinced the school that uh, it was really a, por a part of the electronic music history that us and 20 of our friends needed to have free tickets and gas money to go see the New Deal down in Baltimore. And they bought us like 25 this tickets and paid, yeah. paid for all of our gas to drive down to Baltimore and... That was our rage club it, trip. Rage it to the New Deal show <laughs> on their farewell tour. Yeah. Does the New Deal know about that? On their quote-unquote farewell, farewell tour. Did we tour. tell this to them? We hung out with them a bunch, and I don't think we you told them this. This is the thing you should mention. I should have right? told them. I should have told them. <laughs> I was too starstruck. I told them, like, <laughs> I had my meeting my idol moment, and I... I was playing it cool for a while, and eventually it was like, hey, Jamie Shields, like, I have to come clean with you. You are my idol. <laughs> I'm geeking out right now. We're can I get? Worthy. Can I get a picture? Like, can my guitar player take a picture of us? And he's like, yeah, hell yeah, man. And we're snapping pictures over here, and he's like, oh, the light's better over there, though. <laughs> snapping pictures over here. There you go. And he was just the man. It's nice when they want to take a picture with you. you know he, was, he was such the coolest dude, and then... Um, shout out to our homies Genome Project from Israel. We're playing uh, at that time, and he looks at me and he's like, "You guys know Genome Project?" And we're like, "Yeah, they've been our homies for years, great friends." And he's like, "Somebody said we should go see them. You guys want to come dance with us?" He's like, <laughs> "Yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. that's what I want to do." That's awesome. That's living a dream right there. It's All right, well, you guys want to wrap it up? You think it's good? Anything yeah. else you want to talk about? What else? Anything else you want to mention? We've got some story, we've got new music. Oh, um, let's see. Uh, I'm doing a Bad Leather show oh, September yeah. 27th at Noto with Chromio. Okay. I just locked that in today. Um, we're doing, Tweed is doing a couple shows that I can't announce until after Sensorium, so you're just going to have to check us out, tweedmusic.com, sensoriumfestival.com. And uh, yeah, we're we're really we're really uh, honored to have popped the cherry today. I, I feel like a deflowered virgin. This is, this is great. I'm glad I got both of you at the same time too. This yeah. is really. This is like the casting couch. I feel like that little white girl on the couch. Shout out to that best yeah. team ever. All right, guys. See you August twenty fourth. Thank you, Shules.